This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, February 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. EPA pushes nutrient reduction fix. Court rethinking pesticide ban. Brazil pushing on trade barriers. And science award controversy. Markets, not regulations, seen as a fix for water quality. EPA is making a clear choice in favor of market-based solutions over regulations when it comes to reducing nutrient pollution in the nation's waterways. Newly issued EPA guidelines for credit trading programs are designed to encourage more states to set up such systems. In an interview with AgriPulse, EPA Water Chief David Ross said the agency has already engaged with about two dozen states and many USDA offices throughout the country. Two states have expressed interest in setting up a trading program that would apply across state lines. Ross also said the water quality trading effort is intended to try to supercharge our effort in the Gulf of Mexico, referring to the dead zone blamed on nutrients originating in the Mississippi River Basin. Keep in mind, Patrick McGuire of the Association of Clean Water Administrators says interest in credit trading is still going to vary widely depending on the state and the watershed. Appeals Court Reconsidering Pesticide Ban Agriculture groups and EPA have persuaded the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals to reconsider its decision to ban chlorperifos, an insecticide linked to neurotoxic effects in children. A majority of eligible judges in the circuit voted to reconsider the case with an expanded panel of judges. Last August, a three-judge panel ruled two to one that EPA should ban all uses of the product, which is sold under the trade name Lorspan. No date for the new arguments has been submitted. WOTUS public meeting is set. EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers have scheduled a public meeting February 27th and 28th in Kansas City, Missouri, on the administration's proposed Waters of the U.S. rule, which would narrow the jurisdiction of the Clean Water Act. An informational webcast is now set for February 14th. McKinney presses Brazil on wheat, ethanol, and pork. The Trump administration wants to forge closer ties to Brazil as its controversial new president, Jar Bolsonaro, prepares to visit Washington next month. But USDA continues to press Brazil on several barriers to U.S. ag exports. Ted McKinney, USDA's Undersecretary for Trade and Foreign Affairs, has been in Brasilia this week along with U.S. Trade Representative Chief Agriculture Negotiator Greg Dowd. McKinney said they have pressed the new administration to honor Brazil's commitment to buy U.S. wheat, lift the country's ban on U.S. pork, and scrap the ethanol tariffs. For 20 years, Brazil has refused to put in place a promised quota to buy U.S. wheat, and that needs to change, McKinney told reporters on a conference call. Another trade thorn is Brazil's decision in 2017 to slap a 20% tariff on U.S. ethanol imports after 600 million liter tariff rate quota. Senators pile on USTR with tariff complaints. Senators are becoming increasingly frustrated with the Trump administration's refusal to lift steel and aluminum tariffs on Mexico and Canada, and those concerns were voiced to U.S. Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer. Senator Pat Toomey, a Republican of Pennsylvania, told reporters yesterday. 
Senator Ron Johnson, a Republican of Wisconsin, acknowledged the Section 232 tariffs were successful in getting Mexico and Canada to negotiate a new free trade agreement, but he said they should be lifted now. Johnson is a co-sponsor of a bill with Toomey and Senator Mark Warner, a Democrat of Virginia, that would restrict the president's future use of those tariffs. U.S. farm groups, especially those impacted by Mexican and Canadian retaliatory tariffs, have been asking the Trump administration for months to remove the steel and aluminum tariffs. And now, the National Milk Producers Federation and the U.S. Dairy Export Council have come out in support of a Senate bill similar to the Toomey Warner legislation. Dairy prices have steadily fallen since Mexico imposed its tariffs, harming farmers. That the word of National Milk Producers Federation President and CEO Jim Mulhern. Chairman unfazed by Trump's brief infrastructure mention. The chairman of the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee, Peter DeFazio, says it doesn't bother him that President Trump said so little about infrastructure in the State of Union message Tuesday night. DeFazio, an Oregon Democrat, says... He interpreted that to mean that Trump was disavowing the White House infrastructure plan, which would rely heavily on private investment. The White House plan was developed early in the administration by an advocate of public-private partnerships, D.J. Gribben, who has since left the White House. DeFazio told reporters, I think it's good that infrastructure got such a brief mention in the speech since he didn't endorse a plan that no one supported. DeFazio said he hopes to have a broad infrastructure bill through the House by the August recess. But he also said it hasn't been decided yet whether it will include issues such as rural broadband that are in jurisdiction of the House Energy and Commerce Committee. House Ag sets subcommittee lineup. Ahead of the House Agriculture Committee's first meeting, the panel's leaders announced the lineup of the six subcommittees. One subcommittee, the General Farm Commodities and Risk Management, will have an equal number of Democrats and Republicans, five of each. But Democrats will control the subcommittee that's likely to produce the most fireworks, that nutrition, oversight, and department operations, by an eight to six margin. Anti-glyphosate award canceled. Under pressure from scientists, the American Association for the Advancement of Science is canceling plans to honor two researchers who attempted to link kidney disease epidemic in Sri Lanka to the glyphosate herbicide. AAAS publishes the prestigious journal Science. The two scientists were supposed to receive the organization's 2019 Award for Scientific Freedom and Responsibility at the annual AAAS meeting next week. But the group announced on Twitter yesterday presentation has been canceled due to concerns by scientists and AAAS members while we further evaluate the award selection. Critics say the two scientists don't have the science to prove a linkage between kidney disease and glyphosate. Kevin Folta, who chairs the Horticulture Sciences Department of the University of Florida, also took issue with the AAAS press release about the award, which referred to glyphosate as a, quote, lethal herbicide. The press release has been removed from the organization's website. Here's today's He Said It. As soon as D.J. Gribben left, it was either burned in the furnace or shredded. That House Transportation and Infrastructure Chairman Peter DeFazio of Oregon 
on the White House infrastructure plan developed by the former White House advisor. The plan was widely criticized, especially by rural and agribusiness interests, for relying heavily on private investment. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, February 7th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.